the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with today's message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, also known as SABSA. And I'm Terry Reed, a director at SAPSA. Sometimes we hear Christians say that just believing in Jesus is what is important. They will ask the question, what, what difference does it make how old the earth is? Or will they even accept the claim evolution is a fact, meaning the general theory of evolution? They take the position that God used evolution to create everything, known as theistic evolution. They see the creation account in Genesis as being an allegory uh, or just a story that God told us because we weren't ready for the real thing. Even many great theologians that reject the general theory of evolution do accept the idea that the days of creation actually represent long periods of time and the scientific consensus that the earth is billions of years old. So what is wrong with these positions? What is wrong with the idea that God used evolution if that is what he wanted to do. Why is it important that the days of creation were 24-hour days rather than a period of time, like when we say back in the day? Scott, you are correct. Um, Many great theologians do accept the position that the earth is very old. Billy Graham is one. I'm giving away my age, but I had the privilege of working at the Billy Graham crusade here in san antonio in 1997 that was very special Um, if i am fortunate enough to someday have grandkids i will tell them about that and the late john paul ii was actually a theistic evolutionist but i remember he played a role in bringing down the soviet union and the iron curtain so we certainly do not want to disparage people who take these positions, people that take those positions are certainly in good company. Having said all of that, there are some great theologians who not only reject the general theory of evolution, but also reject the position that the earth is billions of years old. If any of us were really honest with ourselves, I do not think anyone would read the Bible and come away thinking that God evolved man from a simple single-celled organism over, over billions of years. I do not think anyone would come away with the idea that there were billions of years of various kinds of animals living and dying before God created man. So theistic evolution and even old earth creationism are man's attempts to try to make the Bible fit the science. So if people do not have have, let me try that one again. So if people do not have to do that, 
I think they should know that. I wish someone had taught me that started. Okay, let me try that one again. I wish someone had taught me that starting when I was nine. But what people need to understand is this so-called science is man's attempt to disprove the Bible. On previous programs, we have shown that the general theory of evolution is totally implausible. In fact, it does not really even qualify as science because no matter what we learn, Darwinists will find a way to make it fit their theory. The fossil evidence does not support the general theory of evolution. As we have discussed overwhelmingly, evidence that man and dinosaurs coexisted. So why has the church been so accepting of an old earth or even the general theory of, of evolution? Scott, I think a lot of it has to do with what happened to Galileo. Galileo got into a lot of trouble with the church for saying that the earth revolves around the sun. He was forced to recant. This is based on the church's understanding of Joshua 10, 12 through 15, saying that the sun stood still. Of course, even today, with our understanding of astronomy, we would say the same thing, just as we use the term sunrise and sunset. What people forget is that Galileo was also going against the scientific consensus at the time. In the 1600s, philosophers attacked the Bible, giving rise to naturalism, the idea that nature is all that there is. It is basically the same as philosophical materialism, the idea that matter and energy are all that there is. Naturalistic philosophy infiltrated science, geologists, developed the idea of uniformitarianism, the earth came into its present form through slow, gradual processes that you see occurring today. They discounted the biblical account of creation and the flood of Noah's time for fear of a repeat of the Galileo affair. Rather than challenge the scientists, theologians started coming up with ideas to make the Bible fit the science. Thomas Chalmers a Scottish minister came up with the gap theory that there was a long period of time between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. Benjamin Silliman, a lawyer-trained tra- chemist, and Arnold Guyot, a Presbyterian geologist, came up with the day-age theory in the mid-1800s. This is the idea that each day of creation is a long period of time. The problem is that scientists like Charles Lyell, who were saying the Earth was really old, have been proven wrong in their assumptions. For instance, I have the original Johnny Quest series on DVD. On one episode, there is a statement about stalactites taking millions of years to form. We now know observationally stalactites can form in a few years. When I was growing up, I was taught that a river with a lot of bends was an old river. If you read Mark Twain's Life on the Mississippi, you will learn it does not take that long for a river to change its course. Charles Lyell was not only wrong in his assumptions, he actually fudged the data to come up with the answers he wanted. He used one foot of erosion per year at Niagara Falls instead of the three to four feet per year that the locals were telling him. And Lyell had an agenda. In an 1830 letter, Lyell discussed his motivation to free science from Moses. 
You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed. If you would like to learn more about all of this, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. So what came after that? Charles Darwin had Charles Lyell's Principles of Geology with him on the HMS Beagle. Principles of Geology is what inspired Charles Darwin to write The Origin of the Species and later The Descent of Man. The church had already started compromising on the age of the earth, so the way was paved for the acceptance of theistic evolution. So again, what is the problem with a person believing that the earth is old or even that God used evolution if if that is what they want to believe? Scott, if that is what they want to believe, they are free to believe that. What we're here to teach our listeners is that from a scientific perspective, As we discussed, they do not have to accept those positions. They can believe the Bible as it reads, and this is actually more consistent with good science. And I would make the case that while people are free to believe what they choose, there are ramifications. What do you mean by ramifications? As a Christian... With the biblical worldview, I have always been pro-life. I volunteered for 15 years at the San Antonio Pregnancy Care Center doing data entry. But I was surprised to find other Christians that did not share my view. And I was very perplexed. I knew these people were dedicated Christians. Let me try that sentence again. I knew these people were dedicated Christians. Some of them were even church leaders. I just could not understand why they did not share my interest in pro-life issues. Then more recently, with the advancement of the homosexual agenda, I was even more perplexed to learn many of these people supported this agenda. They did not consider homosexuality a sin. They even supported the idea that a marriage could be between two men or two women. I just did not understand it. Then what happened? As I discussed on the first show, I had a life-changing experience when I heard the late D. James Kennedy on the radio program, Truth That Transforms. He was talking about evolution. I ordered a book from his ministry titled The Collapse of Evolution. I got more books and more DVDs and really started getting into biblical creation. As I did, a light came on. Everything started to make sense. These Christians did not have a biblical worldview on issues such as life, sexuality, and marriage because they did not believe the Bible. Just as an aside, you mentioned the book, The Collapse of Evolution. Uh, a lot of people will ask me, what are the, some of the best books that they can get to update themselves or to inform themselves about this creation versus evolution controversy? When I, when I talk to them, I always tell them The Collapse of Evolution is one of two books that I always recommend because it reads like the newspaper. The standard person can read it without a huge scientific background. Uh, what do you mean when they, when they say they did not believe the Bible? Well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, many great theologians are old earth creationists, but not only did these people that I had talked to believe that the earth was billions billions of years old. 
They believed that other accounts such as the Tower of, of Babel were just stories. They even believed that Moses did not write the first five books of the Bible, accepting the idea that they did not have a written language back then. This is heresy. Exodus 31.18 tells us that God himself wrote the Ten Commandments. This would not have worked had they not had a written language back then. And once again, the Bible has proven itself to be right. The episode, Who Wrote the Bible, on the series The Naked Archaeologist, actually shows an inscription in the Sinai Desert by Hebrews dating back to the time of Moses. Even more interesting, in this episode you can see the pride of people trying to discredit the Bible, thinking that they are so smart. Jesus and Paul warned us about this. I talk about all of this in my book, Why Should I Believe? Why Should You Believe? A Wake-Up Call to the Church. One of the things all of this centers around is whether or not the Bible must be taken literally from the first verse to the last. Uh, One of the things that has been claimed many times in the past 50 or 60 years is that we just need to focus on teaching Jesus. And, of course, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the focus of the Bible. However, what has occurred very recently in the last 30 years is that people are trying to discredit the Bible in Genesis and in the Old Testament, and therefore they say, well, if this is untrue, then Jesus must be untrue. That is a huge part of why we give you great evidence to show that the Old Testament, the Genesis account, the flood, all of that can be trusted, and therefore you can also trust what's in there about Jesus Christ. Again, for more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A.org, or call 210-599-7240. That is 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on our link or to our newsletter. You can also call 210-599-7240, number to request having a newsletter emailed to you, or you can go to the contact link on our website. Also, go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. Again, we meet the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Ramsey. If you missed any part of the show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to AMKSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast. Scroll down until you find Believing the Bible, and then click on the Listen Now button. Next time, what is the best way to communicate to other people why they should believe the Bible? Find that out when we join you again. This is Scott Lane for Terry Reid. Thanks for listening to Believing the Bible. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.